Guys, I want to get loud all of a sudden. I, I'm, Do it. Sorry, I'm about I'm, I'm, I'm going to get it. Yeah. I knew it was coming. I'm sorry, guys. Get on the back. I need to do that. It is. It is. You feel like Poseidon chucking that bugger down. <laughs> <laughs> chucking that bugger. Did you butt out that deer? I did not butt out that deer, but the next one I get, okay, I'm just getting his butt out. Is that little Stevie out here? Uh, <laughs> Drobop. <laughs> Bow drop. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hello. Stay tuned. I'll be back after my seizure. <laughs> Every little chipmunk that was running around, everything's dead quiet, and I went, <laughs> like that just happened. Just happened. I saw what is in essence a nature gasm. <laughs> All right, guys, we are back. We are sitting here around the Sonic Campfire. You're listening to the Rutten River Pursuit Podcast, your home of all things epic in the outdoors. Who do I got with me tonight? I'm Kyle. This is Dave. I'm Will. It's Bucky. I'm Ryan. Although, Dave, it's just own it, bud. It's Deaky. It's Deke. It's Say Dave. It. All right. <laughs> I'll let you get away with it one more week. Then we're switching it. Anyway, <laughs> big show use someone tonight. Someone else's voice. We'll just we'll plug it in. We'll be like, "This is Deke. <laughs> I'm Deke. I'm Deke. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah. Oh, we fellas, got, we, we got, got a massive show. We got a fantastic show. I can't wait to get into this one. Yeah, this yeah, guy's yeah. living um, my dream life. Well, I mean, absolutely, like more than any other person we've ever had on the show. Is that right? Definitely. Good. It's kind of love-hate in a way. <laughs> Come on. A jealousy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just going to cut to it since Stevie isn't here to tell me to cut Get to it. Get on with it. Uh, oh, and Stevie's going to be jealous, I think, oh, too, since he's going to be at the table tonight. tonight. That's your favorite part? Oh, nice. yeah. Nice. Well, anyway, guys, we have Captain Jack Carlson from Two Conk Sport Fishing on the line. you got to be kidding me. We're what? ready to rock and roll, man. Oh man, thanks for thanks for being on with us tonight. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Well, we love the opportunity. Uh, before we get too far into things, though, Captain Jack, did you guys have uh, any luck out fishing today? Were you out at all? Uh, today we got rained out. We have a tropical depression coming our way, but yesterday uh, we got out on the reef, and the reef bite was phenomenal. Man, we had three generations on board. You know the. The mom, the dad, the grandpa, and, and grandma, and, and it was just the, the snapper fishing was off the chain, a bite on every drop back. So fishing's been good. That's awesome. But you wow. hear that, Deaky? He doesn't he doesn't get to fish every day. It rained out today. <laughs> yeah, but his location and, and the places he goes are yeah. pretty awesome. Hey, you can move, bud. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd have to move away from you guys. We we all have choices. Hey hey Captain, why don't you let our listeners know where you are located? Yeah, we're located here in Marathon in the Florida Keys, and uh, we're a fishing guide service down here, Two Conk Sport Fishing, and uh, we get the fish over 300 days a year and run about 1,000 charters a year between my my company and all my captains. <laughs> wow. So wow. we're on that water all, every day for sure. How many boats are you you sending out a right, day? Like, like, well, like, like right now, you know, we're, we have actively fishing seven charter boats. Wow. And by the end of the year, we'll have 10, so... A lot of times, you know, we're, we're doing at least, you know, five to six full days every day. Some boats are may do double half days or even a full day and then a half day. We definitely burn the candle down here. We like being on the water. If you don't follow Two Conks on Instagram, Get like, on it. You're not, you haven't experienced Instagram. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Awesome. laughs> like, right that on. is the follow. Like, I love that. 
I mean, look at it every day. We were down. Yeah, in, we keep it different. Yeah, we were down in Florida uh, last year, and it was like an appetizer. Every day now, I think about Florida. The fishing's awesome. You can do one thing one day and go completely 180 and catch another type of species the next day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of times you can even do that in the same day. So there's, you know, a lot of times we switch it up where, you know, I mean, there's our boats are fast. So I've been out in the Gulf, limit out in Cobias by 10 a.m. The guys are looking at me. I'm like, well, how about some big muttons? And then we run, you know, 20 miles back out to the ocean and then start bottom fishing in 115 to to 200 feet of water, which is only about five miles from shore. And, uh, And then we're bottom fishing for the big muttons and, you know, sailfish coming through. I've even done other TV shows where I filmed three of them, three different shows in one day doing that same exact scenario. Yahtzee. <laughs> it was, yeah, my, the producer was like, this is crazy. I never ran out of tape. And, uh, and this is going back about 15 years ago. And uh, when they're actually using tape instead of, That's instead inc- of <laughs> yeah, the digital world. No, yeah. But, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's always something to fish for, you know, down here in the keys, you can go offshore for, you know, wahoo, tuna, dolphin, even get marlin, of course, swordfish, uh, deep drop for the snowies, uh, barrelfish, tilefish, queen snapper, or hit your reef and wrecks, which are a plethora of fish from mutton snappers, mangroves, groupers, African pompano, kingfish, even sailfish in there to tarpon, permit bonefish on the flats, and even in the Gulf for cobia goliaths and everything you know the florida keys just has so much to offer so i was gonna say i think he made up a couple of those but i'm not gonna call yeah. them <laughs> so what you're saying are is our options are very limited yeah. down there <laughs> I, that's right <laughs> no man dude very limited my eyes are still going around my head like in the cartoons yeah if you ever <laughs> get great. sick of all that you yeah. know uh, come up and hit some smallmouth. <laughs> that's it that's right. Yeah, I've done a little bit of freshwater fishing, but but, but not a whole lot. We got sunfish uh, up here. <laughs> we got, sunfish. We, we got well, common we carp down here, but you know it's also called the mola mola. But those are about three to six hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Only our, our, our sunfish. Yeah, so, <laughs> a little bit different. That's bit it. Different. That's it. Well, but, uh, uh, Captain Jack, now you said I guess you know by the end of the year or so you're going to be running ten different boats out of the charter. Can you take Correct. us take us back in time here a little bit? When when two conks got started, I mean, sure. where where did the idea come from? You know, what what was the beginnings like? Absolutely. So you know, I've, I've been a professional guide for 22 years. My dad was a guide here in Marathon for for 28 years before I even started. So you know, I went off to college, broke college kid. I went to FAU, uh, played ball there for a year, baseball, and then. Came back and uh, decided, you know, hey, I'm, I want to fish, you know. So I hit up my best friend at the time, said, hey, you know, now let's buy a boat together. So so we bought a boat, and he gave me the $1,500 down payment. And since you're born and raised in the Keys, you're called a conk. And so he's a conk, I'm a conk, and I'm like, well, hell, you helped me buy my first boat, then let, let's name it after us. So we called it the Two Conks. And <laughs> nice. then I got my, yeah, and that's how, that's how that name came about. And so, so anyhow, we've just been, you know, fishing every day, diving, doing, doing what we do. Got my captain's license and started doing charters. The, like, that's when the Internet started getting popular and websites starting to, you know, come about. And I was young enough at that time to capitalize on it and started to grow. And, 
get, you know, more charters, a lot more charters than people here waiting at the docks for people to walk up. I was able to book them in advance, which was, you know, rare for somebody young as I was at that time to be able to have such a thriving business. And plus my fishing didn't suck either. So, you <laughs> that know, always like helps. that always helped out. Yep, exactly. So when you come back with a load of fish, they're, they're like, okay, so now, now you're building your repeats. And then of course, all the social medias come around and I capitalize on those Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and and keep going with it, staying, keeping up with the times. And now we book a lot of trips off of that, just, you know, staying steady and showing what we do day in and day out, you know. So, and uh, and now here we are today. You know, we got our own TV show coming out here that's going to air January 19th. Now you're, on, and, now you're on a podcast. Yep. Now, now we're on the podcast. Exactly. You know, I mean, so, so, you know, I mean, shit, I, I didn't even know what a podcast was until about a year ago, you know, so I'm like, all right. <laughs> nice. So yeah, it's awesome, man. But yeah, I hear a lot of good things, you know, about them. So when you guys, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, let's, try it. let's do it. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. Yep. No, that, I, I can't wait. Like I saw the teaser for the show. Yep. How's that? How's that going to run? Is it just, uh, are you, so like our your- show's going to be, yeah, we're filming our clients. It's going to be more of like a reality base. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, you know, so it'll show, you know, the clients catching fish, of course, missing fish. You know, some may drop rods in the water. No. Go flying in. People <laughs> fall in. Yeah, lines wrapped around radars and, you know, just, you know, all the all the BS, you know, the, the backlashes. And then, of course, you know, like what it takes to really run this operation, you know, having, you know, seven full-time guides, 10 by the end of this year, and just keeping up with the maintenance on the boats and everything like that, the behind-the-scenes things that, that really happen, you know. So it's just, you know, I got my oldest son. I'm 44. My oldest son is 25. And so, of course, we, we butt heads, and I'm, a, you know, so like how normally it goes in a business with a father and son. So you'll see a lot of that. I'm pretty demanding, so he's pretty laid back and and so i'm i get on his ass a lot you're gonna so, you're gonna so grow a mustache like paul tuttle <laughs> and, uh, all my captains all my captains have plenty of hair i'm, I'm probably the most clean cut one so <laughs> yeah you know, that's it yeah that's true <laughs> yeah exactly so now, but it's funny you'll I'll be there cleaning fish and and they'll be like hey austin yeah now, now when's your dad coming up you know, and I want your dad going to be here. And I look over, I'm like, that's me. <laughs> and they're like, what? You look way too young. So, now, now Captain, Jack, Captain Jack, how does uh, the, the videotaping, how does that affect the overall operations on the boat? I mean, video production teams sometimes kind of tend to get in the way wanting to get their shots. How does that affect the overall fishing operation for you guys? Yeah, now, now that can be tricky at times. But I tell my, my video guys, I say, look, man, you know, the customer comes first. And and we're, you got to film around them. You got to catch the shots. We're not doing any reenactment. We're not. This isn't scripted. Nothing. Nothing here is. You know, we can't just redo again. So everything like that. They. You know, and the customers already. But when they call and book, I say, well, you know, I'm going to be filming during this time period. So do you mind if there's a camera crew on board? And some say yes, yeah, some say no. So you know, I just I go with you know the customer's always right, and and um, and and you know a lot of them want to be filmed. So. So it is, you know, but it's, it is, it is one of those tricky things where you got to get the right shots and, and it, and a lot of it's more of, you know, me guiding going, okay, look, you know, this guy's about to get a bite and, and we sense it and see it on our Furuno bottom machine where, you know, the line's going down, here comes the, 
uh, the fish coming in, getting ready to bite and go, now watch him. Next thing you know, his rod's doubled over and, and they're already on it, you know, but that's, that's just what we do as a guy, just knowing the ins and outs and, and the prediction of the day of, of how things are going to happen. That's pretty so, sweet. But it all works out. I mean, there, there's some things that are just, you know, I mean, go over it on the show. I mean, every episode has been, has been crazy. Awesome. You know, I mean, just, you know, my, my producers were like, this is stuff that you just can't make up, you know? And I'm like, no, I told you, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> it'll just happen. So, so but, uh, is there a time in the show where you guys get to fish at all? Yeah. So we just did that. Uh, we actually went to Costa Rica, uh, the, this past eight days and we fished four of the eight days, uh, two days with travel, and then two days, you know, we did some uh, whitewater rafting and uh, an ATV, and which wait until you see that episode. But but anyhow, yeah, the fishing was phenomenal. I mean, it, it was, you know, we had seven blue marlin, we had a Pacific sailfish, a big cow dolphin, and five yellowfin tuna on our very first what? day of fishing with, with Swagger Fishing. Yeah, so that was wow. just day one. And that's our buddy from Miami who invited us to come down. So realistically, we shot that one day, and I was like, "Well, we're done with fishing," so we got that. So the rest, all all the rest of the trips, we just kind of got shots to, the film to put out there. But those shots won't be on the show, like our cameraman getting speared by the Pacific sailfish. Yeah, I was just gonna bring up. I I saw two like OSHA incidents practically. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, the the spearfish. Well, two both spearfish actually. Uh, yep, yeah, yeah, Pacific sailfish. Yep. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, they come jousting him, and then the one Captain Cam was fighting and comes around the corner, you know, and just starts jumping, and I mean, just makes this jump out of the blue, like right into the boat, hitting its throat, like right on the side, and where you can just hear us all yell "Whoa!" and the camera guy just stays smooth, and he's on it. <laughs> After he was like, "Holy shit! Why does this always happen to us?" <laughs> but you know, but then then I got Cam. You know, you'll see him four wheeling. Uh, you know, I probably let a little bit of the cat out of the bag, but you know, he took the four wheeler. You know, M- Captain Mike wiped out a little bit, and in, in lieu of hitting him, he he launches the ATV off the cliff. And he ghost rides it and, and, and jumps off of it in midair and catches the tree before he goes down about a couple hundred feet. And so, <laughs> you know, oh, my God, it was insane. We all turn around like, holy <laughs> shit, where's Cam? You know, we all go heading back there. And luckily he ghost rid it and jumped off and, and got, you know, and let the ATV it's go not, down the cliff. That it sounds but, like an uh, episode of Nitro Circus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was getting insane. some hazard pay on insane. that day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're I like, want to well, hang we're, out with these guys. That's what we do. You know, play hard and work hard and, and I mean, do, do some crazy shit. Be- but, uh, <laughs> Before we you know. get Uncle Catfish around you guys, we got to get him some Aflac, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. <He's> extended stay. <laughs> He'll need it. Yeah. yeah, you end up getting hurt down there. <laughs> yeah, yep, exactly. I was like, yeah, you, you do that stuff in Costa Rica. That would never happen in the United States. They don't have all that <laughs> stuff like, you know, the railings and, and govern down four-wheelers and all that, but not over there. I was, like, I was like, I don't know if I'd ever want to bring my young kids over here to do this. No, no, yeah. I could oh. picture them go flying off, no problem. Just all the, all the like trails John. in the U.S. are they're 
they're surrounded by bubble wrap on either side. So you're good. Exactly. Then not, <laughs> not over sense. there. Not over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're riding a bubble over here for sure. Just imagine but, trying uh, to find the hospital in Costa Rica. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think oh, his man. name's Terry. <laughs> you got to check for all your organs after you're done. He's also, exactly. He's also the local butcher. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, man. So, so yeah, it was an epic time. So, so, basically, you know, like answering your question here was, you know, we, we take the customers fishing all year long, and then at the end of the season, we always do a guides trip. And, and so all us guides get together and, and then we become the customer. So that's what it was over there. And we just filmed the whole Costa Rican experience and everything. And it was just phenomenal. That's awesome. Been a I, great can't, season, I so. cannot wait for this show. What kind oh, yeah. of, uh, what kind of boats are you running for your charter business? Yeah. He... So, yeah, no, no, we run yellow fins and it's powered by mercury. Uh, so we have a 17 foot yellow fin, a 21 foot yellow fin, two twenty six yellow fins, a 34, Three thirty-sixes and a thirty-nine. Wow, that's yeah. awesome! So it's a big fleet. Yep, yep. We have most of the boats here. Do you have your uh, own marina? Model. Like, <laughs> um, well, <laughs> it's funny you say that. It's but, getting uh, there. Um, yeah, at, now I do own a tackle shop in town, and I got two docks there. And we kind of wrapped up two boats, so we can fit four at my dock. And um, and then and then now there's a new resort going up in town. And so we're actually going to be, uh, it's called Isla Bella, which means beautiful island. And it's going to be down there at the foot of the seven mile bridge. It's the old Knights Key campground. So they're going to have 300 rooms, only one long set of docks there. And, and I have the contract for that. So we're going to put in about five or six boats over there alone and, uh, and take care of the, wow. the resort guests. And so, so that's, that's where we'll be uh, keeping a lot of our other boats right over there. Each boat has its own jacked-up uh, F-250, right? Uh, actually, we do have a fleet of, of those, yeah. So we have... <laughs> I love those chucks. <laughs> yep, yeah, so we have, you know, I mean, myself, we have our own fuel truck. Uh, that's an F-250, so we fuel up the boats at night uh, when everybody's out. And sometimes we tame them to the marinas, but, you know, a lot of times we're doing it at night. And um, and so I got an F-350. Captain Mike's got an F-250. Captain Manny's got an F-250. Captain Austin's got an F-150. Jay's got a 150. And the two girls share an F-250. So My you know, fellas so we a, and we, ladies. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah, we we hired the, these two girls. They're twins. They're beautiful. Great, great fisher women. They're, they're on it, you know. And so they're... Yeah, I'm excited to have them on board. That's going to be, you know, we're training them right now. They're already licensed captains. Uh, they fished a little bit out of Key West for a little bit last year before they graduated from the University of Miami. They're pole vaulters. They're, you know, um, you know, so they're 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 well versed in working hard and and doing that. You know, I explained to them, well, hey, you know, you got all this going for you. Now, why do you want to fish? And they said, because it's our passion. We've been wanting to do this since we're 13 years old. We asked her dad to take us on a charter. Those guys went out on a charter up in Alamorada. They said, we want to be hands-on. They showed them how to tie knots and bait hooks and do their thing. And, and now here, you know, you know, they fast forward, you know, I'm putting them into the next level. And you know? so the girls are going to be running their 26 yellow fins. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah. And it's going to be, it's going to be epic. The girls already took us out fishing one time. We said, all right, we, we you know, we, we have a, a morning off. 
you girls got to take all us guides fishing. So we did absolutely everything wrong just yeah. so they could experience <laughs> what, what, what they're going to experience. No pressure there. <laughs> and, and, and we gave them no slack. And in a half day, we caught 73 mango snappers. And, and, and I mean, they, they drove my 36 yellow fin from start to finish to doing everything. And, you know, from docking it to go get fuel, uh, to, you know, I just ran them through everything like that. They would have to do within a day and they cleaned every single fish. Uh, we even had 10 of them gutted, gilled and scaled because we wanted to cook them whole and, you know, but just so the girls would learn all that too. So it was just, it, it was just. You know, it was just an epic morning, you know, so it was four hours of just constant, constant action. Sounds like they nailed it, though. Yeah. So oh, they did. Sounds they like did. a good training That's program. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Captain Mike was allergic to fish, so he couldn't touch them. <laughs> we all it up to the tip. Yeah, it was awesome. How know? many How many yeah. bird's nests did you guys create? Yeah, well, we had spinners, but but we're definitely like you know reeling up the the jigs all the way with the fish on it all the way to the tip and <laughs> letting the three and four pound mangrove snapper dangle around and make them tell us okay, give us five feet of line. Da 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 da. You know, <laughs> oh man, I mean we were we were running them ragged. So, but but they developed their own system between the two of them and handled it great. So these girls gonna be excellent, excellent captains. Yeah, yeah, for sounds like it. Yeah. Captain Jack, having such a diverse fleet like that, now do you guys target uh, like different uh, areas of the water? So, like, do you have like you know two boats that go out for deep sea? You know, another two or three that go inshore. How's that work? Yeah, so the different boats that we have set up, we have you know basically our inshore boats for permit bonefish tarpon are going to range from our seventeen, twenty-one, and twenty-sixes, and and that's going to be more your inshore boat. And then our 26s can pretty much do everything, hit the reef wrecks, go offshore, but more limited to offshore if it's going to be a little bouncy. And that's when you can jump up to our 34 yellow fins, 36s, and 39s. And then we go offshore, reef wreck. We do golf. I do far golf wrecks. Uh, I got the permit to go out there, uh, 70 miles in the golf if needed. And we got tons of wrecks out there. And so, you know, we're pretty much one of the, and we spearfish and we lobster and we do everything. So usually if, if, I mean, if there's anything like that you want to do in the keys, you call us, the answer is yes. Yeah. So that's awesome. I love the, I love the lobster season. Like it's, it's so cool to see the hauls that you guys bring in. It's probably worth the, worth the price of the trip just in, in all the lobster. I don't know what the limits are, if there are whatever, you know, but it looks like you guys get a lot of lobster. Yeah, yeah. So the limits down here in Monroe County are uh, six apiece. Everywhere else in the state, it's 12 apiece. But but we, uh, we definitely have a bunch of them down here. Uh, we go from anywhere from, you know, two feet of water to the 12 feet of water free diving i'm depending on the experience of the of the customer yeah uh, but we can definitely keep it shallow and uh there's some great areas like that we target and uh you know we're actually going to be filming that next year as part of my tv show so that that is going to be one of the episodes is, is lobster season if you need a couple really guys good. to come goof off and show you yeah. the, what not to do i'm sure <laughs> we could find seven i mean if, yeah, <laughs> if, there you go. we can wear daisy dukes if it helps the show short short britches do it do it come shorts. on come on down <laughs> shorts. So, but, yeah, short shorts yep so yeah, it, it's it's definitely fun, and and uh, you know we always send a diver in. Usually, my my younger boys and and then their friends are divers, so we always want to make sure the clients you know are taught well 
but also have a good opportunity to come back with lobsters. So sometimes they chase them around for a little bit, takes them a while to get them, and then, you know, but then our divers go in and help them corner them up and, and uh, scoop them up at times. But you do a lobster but it's, it's drive. A lot of fun. Yeah. Exactly. Lobster drive. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. And seeing all our boats out there, like working these areas together, it's just awesome. And just, Hearing, hearing the stories, you know, from, you know, going back and forth, like, you know, you know, like if we got groups and they're all shouting, how many do you got this and that? And it's just, you know, or the, you know, the stuff that happens, you know, out there, it's just, it's so, it's, it's funny, but uh, it's always fun to watch and it's fun to guide, but it's something different, but uh, yeah. yeah so, and of course the spear fishing goes hand in hand. So you start shooting fish and, and, you know, sometimes you get Goliath groupers that come in and eat your hogfish and, all that stuff is just it's it's epic so just seeing it all happen i i saw uh one of the videos i I wish i could remember the fish i I wouldn't know it anyway it's like an aquarium down there but (laughs) but i saw you know one guy's reeling in a fish and then they start yelling oh you just got you know eaten by what you know another bigger fish and i'm sure another bigger fish eats that and like it's incredible i can't imagine i just can't imagine I'm really oh, starting yeah. to get the sense why DK was saying at the beginning that they're living his dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starting <laughs> to see that now. Exactly. It's awesome. Exactly. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, and, and down here, it's in the Florida Keys. It, you know, it's usually great weather. Fishing's always great. I mean, it's just it's hard to beat it down here. So, yeah, yeah we definitely live a lot of people's dreams. But, but you know, running an operation like I, I do, it, at times you get your headaches too where – Stuff happens, and we get it on film, and and it's amazing. And I mean, we own two retail stores down here as well. So my wife runs the Angler's Closet, which is a like a high-end clothing, fishing apparel, GoPro, watches, all kinds of different retail end of stuff. And then my store is more of the hardcore bait and tackle shop, which sure. is still damaged from the storm. I'm I'm still fighting the insurance companies on that. So that's been September 10th will be a uh-huh. another whole a whole year. So, you know, and, and it's still like, you know, still the same, same thing a year away. Insurance company wants to give me 40 grand. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, you're nowhere near. <laughs> that, that's, so, that's but, miserable. Last year, last summer was crazy. And we talked to, uh, you know, our friends in Texas that, that got hit another one when, you know, if people don't remember or, or were paying attention, Another one just went right up the keys and just blasted, blew out the whole place. So, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, we did a, a tour yesterday from, you know, I came in like in the middle of Marathon to run it up there just to show the guys. Yeah, it's a year later and look at all the houses that are still demolished and just nothing going on, you know, and just it, it's a shame. You know, I mean, I'm trying to rebuild. I'm going through all the permit process, which that's a nightmare is like everywhere else. So. Yeah, we're still we're still going through all that and you know trying to get it up and running so I can build my dream tackle shop. But maybe in season two it'll be ready to rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, there absolutely. You yeah, you'll have to call us back and and uh, give us an update on that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'd love to. Now, Captain Jack, you bring up an uh, interesting point. When you guys are in target for a hurricane to come through, where or what do you do with your boats? How do you batten down yeah, the hatches? Yeah, how, how do you kind of prepare he for a situation like that? said they all have F-250s, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but a lot of times, you know, like fortunately we have good insurance on our boats. But, uh, you know, the bigger ones we pull out at, like at the marina, 
uh, we put them on on uh, dry docks uh, out of, you know, just out of, you know, we have so many boats, so I put some at this marina, some at this one, some at this one, just law of averages. Hopefully, like, that one doesn't get destroyed, you know, for the marina. Yep. And, um, you know, I know, like, the Driftwood Marina got hammered, and I was, you know, just a marina a half a mile from there, you know, and, and they got hammered. Now, our boats took a beating on my 36 elephant. I had a tree fall on it, a big, giant tree. And um, so I had to, you know, it's I, that was out of commission for several months where I had to, you know, go get a tower built and everything. And that's, and that's where I got the new tower on there. You know, I kind of kept it quiet from the tree going on it because I didn't want people to think I was out of business, you know, so because I got the other boats. So, you know, that I didn't post that picture, but, you know, I got to kind of got to, I got to keep the vibe alive, but yeah, yeah. I got to hold some things back. Like, I don't want you to think I'm out of business because we need your business bad right now in the Keys. You know, my shop's down, tree fell on my boat. All the other ones got flooded. I had to rewire them uh, and, and then more. <laughs> so we had a lot of work after it, you know, and we ran that little campaign where my captains were, you know, hurting. And so they needed some money. And, and so I ran that campaign and people stepped up to the plate and donated and everything and got the cabins through like like two months worth of living down here without work so it was very appreciative from all of us to them and everything like that so it was definitely helped out in the time and eat and uh with all the people that's fished with us who know us and and uh, even haven't fished with us still donated and uh, so it was awesome you know to see the community and yeah that's huge like that yeah so it, it was epic and uh but yeah and so we had to dig back our way through there and and i mean still even even today down here in the keys like the gym across the street still has no roof our burger king is closed our winn dixie is closed uh two gas stations are still closed ihops closed there's uh you know still quite a bit of businesses that are that are affected that you know you still don't see on tv and it's been a year and uh you know and that's just marathon you know if you go down the big pine all those houses that got hammered kudjo key and summerlin key those mm-hmm. you know that all take a beating but yeah it was i mean I is mean, bass you drive pro down US, you think it's okay is bass pro okay well uh bass pro is up in miami i mean we have worldwide sports worldwide sports yeah 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 basically anybody on the bay side was pretty good you know, gotcha. it, it's just the ocean that that took the brunt, and and everybody gets their hits, you know, and so sometimes the bay gets it, and, and then the ocean side's better, you know. So fortunately, my house was on the bay side, so my house was okay, you know. But I, I mean, we took out all the inventory at the store, at least the bulk part of it, and, and brought it into my house. It took us four days. I put it in the garage during the day, and then I'd hoof it upstairs at night, and did that for four days, you know. And I mean, it was, and we still left a lot of stuff in there, but, but, you know, we got all the bulk main stuff out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's, it's crazy too. Take. And I, I don't know if our listeners are, I'm not going to assume, but just a little geographic lesson, you know, it's the keys are literally like the strips of, of connected islands and one side is the Gulf and the other side is the, the Atlantic ocean. Yeah. You know, correct. It, it was probably one of the best drives in my life that I've ever been on. Oh, yeah. Top top yeah. whatever. Top five, Com- ten. Completely yeah. from. Well, I've never been, but I plan on going down to visit Captain Jack here pretty soon. I think Come we need to down, make a man. trip on. You on and this. me both, buddy. I, I was telling Will on our way back from our 
Canadian trip that uh, this trip down to the Keys to fish with a guide service like Two Conks is my next dream like, trip to go on. Top three bucket list. Oh, big time. Let's top go. two. So hey, hey, Cap, yeah. get ready yeah. for some Uncle Buck action. Hey, let's uh, go. Let's do it. Hey, I don't know if you mentioned it, but do you target any swordfish? Yeah, yeah, we do sword fishing. Now, yeah, like, are sure. you doing are you doing the deep drop for swordfish? So, yeah, can yeah. You ex- we, we I find that fascinating. Can you can you like walk through the tackle and how deep you're sure. actually fishing for them for our listeners? Absolutely. Yeah. So basically, down here, you know, we do a lot of daytime sword fishing, and so we're we're dropping down in fifteen hundred, seventeen hundred feet of water. Uh, so we're, we're going to, you know, we're, we, so we, we'll we either rig our own baits like dolphin bellies or bonita bellies or, or, or you can buy them like already pre-made. And, uh, bait, and it's pretty simple, actually, rig. It's like a big mutton rig. So, but anyhow, we'll, you know, we're, we're going to go over the spot, the area. Uh, we're going to head west and, and then we uh, put out the line. We use the, uh, you know, the LPs is a great uh, electric reel for it. And uh, so, so we're going to have about 150 foot a liter. And 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 then we have a, a wax floss uh, uh, area right there that, that we that we put the gannon clip, and then we use about a ten pound to twelve pound uh, stick lead. And yeah, so your sinker drop, your sinker is ten, over ten pounds. Correct. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> ten or twelve pounds. Yep. Exactly. Well, how big's your bobber? <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> that's right. Well, the, my, my bobber it's, it's is a thirty-nine foot. Actually, uh, I was going to say a thirty-six yellowfin. <laughs> can you can you give us the so, exact location where you're doing that at? That's right. That's right. Well, yeah, it's it's actually about thirty miles out. It, it, there's no, I mean, the area is just big. GPS know, so, coordinates yeah, would really be, help. That's right. <laughs> I'm just giving you hard, I'm giving you a hard time, Captain. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So, but anyhow, you'll see a lot of a lot of boats out there doing it, and uh, so you know we'll, we'll drop down, and and so it's, it's you're, you're going to make like a big V. So so you let it out as soon as you drop that lead. You want to keep going west, so then your bait doesn't get um, you know wrapped around your line. Now, now if you don't keep the boat in gear, if you drop it down. That's the most important part in in sword fishing is to, you know, drop down and, and keep that bait clear. And once you hit the bottom, then bring it up about, you know, 70 to 100 feet. And then just, and then, and we got lights on there as well. And yeah, so, so that's we'll, the one thing I find, like, fascinating with your setup for deep droppings for swordfish is you have these little lights. Like, I mean, they're like a golf ball size light for, yep. is that for attracting or is that? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely attracts it. It gets their attention. Uh, and just the line and the bait going down there, you have the phosphorescence that kind of, you know, like lows. And, I mean, if you ever swam down here in the Keys at night or whatever and you start, like if you do a night dive and you just take your hand and and you know, move it through the water, you just see this iridescent glow like following it. And that's the, uh, the phosphorescence. And so, you know, and that's down there as well. And so just, just the baits moving and everything like that, you know, it'll, it'll – you know it fires them up and you know but just having those lights and uh, it's it's like anything it's just a it's all pitch black dark and you see the strobe and it gets their attention you know those swordfish have giant eyes so they can definitely see well and they like it dark you know and that's why you know during the day they'll be down deep now nighttime sword fishing they'll actually come right up to the surface you know you'll get them anywhere from 200 feet to 150 feet to, to on the surface you know your baits can be and uh, get them that way at night. At night. Um, that's a different style of fishing. But basically, so like when you know, you're just 
basically drifting and you're watching the tip of the rod wait for that you know that little bounce and and next thing you know it, it, they'll eat and they'll either start swimming up and uh or they'll start fighting and uh, hit the switch set the hook and and then the fight's on you know they'll they'll, they'll basically swim up you know they're, they're gonna fight fight dig dig but then they're gonna make their way up to the surface and then once they hit the surface then that's when the fight like really hits when they jump and uh and then you start seeing the acrobatics of them you know so it's so they're going to go from over a thousand foot down back up to surface and still have a fight with them absolutely oh wow that's incredible so so then what we do you know we we reel up so now now that fish will be 150 feet from us so then we'll take that ganyan clip off which is where the weight is and then, and then you can reel it all the way up to the to the tip, you know. So, you know, the the leader that we rig uh, with our baits on there is only about a you know three foot leader, four foot leader, and, uh, and then we crimp the the uh, ball bearing swivels on there. We we don't use any snap swivels or anything like that. So we'll crimp it like while we're out there. And uh, but yeah, it's amazing style fishing. Um, I mean, we uh, I've pioneered it a long time ago, like with the guys down here doing it, Bob Towdy and. Actually, Nick uh, Stanzik's dad, um, you know, we did a lot of that early on and, and getting it dialed in. But you realize, too, it's a very expensive sport. So if you start, like, losing gear and, and uh, I mean, we well, have Well, yeah, all like 10 gear, pounds but... of lead is is how much? That's, that's Yeah, it's 4 bucks a pound. Yeah. So there goes $40 right there. If Just you your snagged, sinker. But then, I couldn't yeah, even do the you math. Get snagged down there doing that. That's how much? It, it, it's going to be like, you know, you lose the lights and the rigs and the line and the wind-ons and and you're like, damn, you know, and then all the all the braid on there, and it's like, okay, we just lost two thousand feet, and no, that was about a three hundred dollar hit, you know. So you're like, wow. so it is expensive, and uh, so it's just, it is what it is, you know. So I mean, a lot of our guys, you know, they, they would rather just say, hey, I'd rather stay in close or chase dolphin or do this, because I mean, the price is, is more, you know. I mean, we we charge eighteen hundred plus fuel, and my normal rate of fishing is twelve hundred plus fuel, so. You know, and and it's a longer run out there. It's definitely a, a 30 plus mile ride, and most of the fish that we can get is, you know, you can get plenty of dolphin in 12, 15 miles. You know, so if you need That's, to go hit the hunts for tunas, it's 23 mile ride. I want to put that in perspective. I know um, I, I don't do personally don't do a lot of offshore here in like PA, New Jersey. Uh, it's hard to get offshore in PA, bud. Well. <laughs> I see what you did there. In the mid-Atlantic region. Oh, out of like New Jersey, Maryland. Oh, okay. Right. No, not at all. I'm keeping that in. <laughs> uh, but we have the the canyons, and, and, and we have to go 60 plus. Yeah, like the Norfolk canyons are like 60 miles off of Virginia Beach, 60, 70 miles off. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they're, I mean, they're traveling to get into the, you know, the fishing waters. A lot closer than we are. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's for offshore. I mean, our reef and wrecks are, I mean, the reef starts out, you know, like less than a mile out. And, and most of the ones that we fish are about three and a half miles out. So it, it's a very, it's a lot shorter run and you anchor up and chum and then you instantly have a couple hundred fish behind the boat. And then you, know, you just start bailing, you know, yellowtails, mangroves, you get buttons, groupers, sailfish will come in. I mean, it's just a plethora of fish. What? If you had to pick one or, or, or five, what's your favorite? If I had to choose one, I've been 
known a lot for like my mutton fishing and stuff like that where it's a big those snappers are anywhere from you know i mean smaller ones that that will get out there are typically 12 pounds but but most of the ones that we get are anywhere from 15 to over 20 pounds wow. and then we set a couple world records on muttons uh female and uh, junior anglers you know but we have nine world records in all so we got you know big groupers uh gag groupers both men's and women's and uh so it's yeah we like our bottom fishing our bottom fishing is probably like what we're more well known for and uh, people get to take it home it's hard to eat a picture of a sailfish but they'll definitely like you right. on a grouper oh yeah definitely yeah. those cobia <laughs> and the cobia fishing's crazy i saw a cobia yeah. mania video and it was yep. just with the university of Mar uh, miami and it was just yep. madness is that is that a an, a an awesome day or is it like a typical day Wednesday. Well, we have we have we have good areas, and there's certain times of year like where we know like where they're at, and um, and and we can go there, and uh, and they're they're thick like where there can be over a hundred cobias there, and it just it just goes crazy, you know. I mean, you you're just anything you throw in there. I mean, I I I break down to just hand feed them, you know. I just put a pinfish in my hand, put it over the side of the boat, and then let them just eat it like right from my hand. Thirty for the, for the cobia. Yeah, your hand yeah, feeding yeah. We, are, we already get our limit. Yeah, back then, you know, the limit was was uh, uh, two a piece. Uh, when, when we're when we're with the University of Miami, uh, the uh, uh, there, there is no limit, but because we're catching broodstock, we got permits from the state. There's no size limit, no bag limit, stuff like that. So, but we got big tanks on there, and then we bring them in and let them, you know, farm raise them. But okay. uh, but once you're out there, now the limit is two per boat. So, you know, now our cobia fishing is going to be done a lot sooner. But before, gotcha. I mean, back in the day, it was two apiece, and then it was one apiece. And, you know, now it's just down to two two per boat max. Or if there's one person, you're only allowed one. So, you know, they definitely tightened it up. And, and, and you know, ho hopefully down the road it'll be it'll be good and, and uh, see a lot of comeback on cobias. But for us down here, there, there's been plenty. But yeah. these are the same fish that'll head yeah. up, you know, way towards the Carolinas. And most of the guys around the table here, their jaws just dropped though with yeah. with the talk of cobia like that. That's right. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and we get them on the rays out front on the ocean. Now, still in the ocean, we're allowed six max on the boat, which the law really doesn't make sense to me, but it is what it is. And uh, but out there, we get them on the rays. We get in our towers, and you know, the rays will be down swimming down there twenty feet, and. Uh, and and the water's crystal clear and then you'll just see massive amounts of cobias there and you drop a jig or just a you know a, a weighted uh hook and like on a knocker rig drop that down with a big grunt and, and then that's when you know you get your you know 50 60 pounders and and then it's just you know they bring them up they swarm the boat and then everybody's hooked up so that's just sweet. another way to fix them and then we get them on the wrecks as well you know just blind dropping for what? martin's grouper that's pump. that's a rough life yeah, yeah. Oh. that's it bless your heart <laughs> <laughs> one of my bucket list fish and I, I i have no clue how this how it happens how you how you do it but can you walk me through the process of uh bringing up a goliath grouper sure so like the Goliath groupers, we get them both ocean and golf side. Uh, we typically fish for them more in, on the golf side, the bay side. 
<clears throat> and, uh, you know, we'll use a big, like, 12-op Mustad hook, and then we'll use, you know, 300-pound uh, leader, and we, we'll put it on, like, a, you know, a 50-wide uh, accurate and with a, just a big stout rod. Yeah. And and that'll be spooled up with, you know, 100-pound test braid. And and then we'll catch these big Jack Crevels. Basically, the bigger Jack you get, the bigger grouper you're going to get. So we'll, we'll catch a 5 to even 8 to 10-pound Jack Crevel, hook them up, and drop them down. And and the and it's you know it's just literally just hold on and you, and wait. you drop them down with a with a with a forty pound weight <laughs> eight pound bait yeah I love it yeah, yeah. We're gonna catch eight yeah. pound bait I'm yeah, caught yeah. up we'll, on eight we'll pound put them bait down, like like on a twenty pound uh, twenty ounce lead gotcha and, and that and, and and that'll get them down but a lot of times those 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 goliaths have already you know honed in on them because you're fighting them so when you put them on the hook and start sending them down they're already waiting for them. And so you just drop it down, hit the bottom, start to give it a crank up. The bait goes ballistic, and next thing you know, the bucket mouth eats it, and and up comes this five hundred plus pound Goliath. Man, and, uh, and, I'm and dying. It, it awes everybody, you know. And, there, and there's a lot of times like where you catch small ones, and those are 100, 150 pounder on spin. Yeah, and it's still like, you know, it wears you out. But actually, my first episode, uh, I had a gentleman from Texas. And uh, so when it airs January 19th, you're going to see him doing some hand lining on those Goliath groupers and just, you know, and it's a battle one-on-one where you're just, you know, muscling up this fish on a, on just Good a rope. Good for him. Yeah. They, they yeah. call him oh. nine-finger Tex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was he like, yep. I thought they're all going to be bigger than this. <laughs> Everything's right. bigger there, right? Yeah, everything's bigger in Texas. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, yeah, he's he's an animal. He loves fishing. Is, I mean, when you got the the Instagram name of Swamp Mafia, yeah, yeah. You know, just, I mean, he wrestles catfish and does all kinds of. <laughs> oh, stuff, but, when yeah. y'all gonna get me on those big ones? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it's a hoot. But uh, but yeah, it's those glass are, are are massive. And when you're down there trying to spear fish, you shoot fish like gag groupers, and they come in and they just steal it right off your shaft. Or steal right off your stringer. I've wow. seen that happen hundreds of times, and it's. So you, you have know, like a Volkswagen size good. fish coming at you, and just boop, there it goes like. It, oh. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're we're diving the Thunderbolt one time, and my buddy shot a big mutton snapper, and 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 I'm watching this whole thing happen where he's just swimming along, he's got his gun loaded, ready to go shoot another fish, and and it had this you know 600 plus pounder coming up right behind him. And, and he had that mutton just hanging on his stringer off his belt. And I just saw him come in and, and eat it and, like, battling, like, pulling him down. And I am just dying laughing. And, and my, just, like, my, my mask is filling up with water. And I, I just can't believe what I'm seeing. I love it. it it's, and he's just like, what the hell is going on here? And he's like, fine, take it. And he swims away. And he's just like, did you did you see? I said I saw all of it, man. That was awesome. As I saw the whole thing him coming wow. up in that big, you know, fifteen pound bun. It just looked like a like like a like a lure. Yeah, swimming there, and he just came up and gulped it right in, like a whopper plopper. Exactly, <laughs> it, was, it was insane. Uh, but yeah, those fish are big. They're massive. They're bulletproof, man. It's just everything about them is. They're definitely on top of the food chain. I've had to meet sharks, kudas, permits, rays, everything that we've had hooked in the bay. You know, I mean, it's it's been amazing. You know, it's 
to see that kind of stuff. Do you, Eat do you, kingfish. Do you get that. into the tarpon? We do. We do. Our, our inshore tarpon down here, uh, like by the seven mile bridge is, is phenomenal. Uh, you know, basically anchor up in the pilings and, uh, we put out the live mullet. And so these tarpon, they just thrash all over them. Yeah, so it's yeah. a very visual bite and you can either hold the rod or just dead stick it. And, uh, and then you just let them roll on it. Boom. The fight's on we, uh, the anchors that we use are just, we'll have a ball tied onto it. Just release it, chase them down back down on them you try and get on the fish get the pictures as quick as you can because the sharks down there can be very bad on them from oh, hammerheads yeah, yeah, yeah. to bull sharks and so we try to minimize the, the length of the fight as long as we can get the jumps get it going and then and then let's you know yeah yeah you know, I, I, get rid of them, i've them seen again. that since i've Go been to florida up. that's something i'm aware of and I, there's a lot of videos on sharks just tearing up tarpon um, mm -hmm. I had, and, and this is nothing, I'm not trying to compare myself to you in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but we, we were down on, on one of the bridges, and uh, I had a tarpon follow my bait, and I died. Like, I still remember how I felt. Like, it, I could see everything. It just kind of, like, scooted up behind it and never took it. But it just, it was there, and it was the biggest thing I've ever seen in my life. Did you have to uh, get into that uh, glove box underwear? I had to, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I, I actually, <laughs> Good one, Diggy. I changed Got right him. after it. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> I can That's imagine. Awesome. I probably would, too. That's it. I just threw my underwear out after that. Oh, I never <laughs> seen it. Yeah, I was just reeling it. I was just cranking it in, and it just, this massive, gigantic shadow just comes right up. Uh, I just, I, you know, I, I can't even tell you. Like my, my stomach. I can see it in your face now. Down that's awesome. Yeah. Into my, yeah. yeah, my, my pelvis. Well, that's what it's all about, man. Ha having that excitement, you know. That's what the fishing's all about. Just, you know, seeing crazy stuff that happens and and big animals coming in and hooking I, them up, the I, near misses, everything. Just you can't beat it. Yeah, you man. Know, that's why we do it every day in and day out. Awesome. Thanks for doing what you yeah. do. Captain, I, I've got to ask you a question before we run sure. out of time. Uh, yeah, no worries. Uh, Uncle Catfish isn't here, and it, this is one of our favorite questions. Uh -oh. And from a man of your fishing stature, I, I am actually very excited to hear your answer here. Um, okay. What is your bucket list fish then? What? what right what, now? What's yeah, left? Yeah, what's left? Yeah. What, well, my rooster fish. I have to go get my rooster fish. I, I went to Costa Rica. Uh, it's not the right time of year. We have that, so that's still my to-do. I've been to Nicaragua with my wife and my kids, and we've seen them in the, in the surf, and, and we hired a boat to go get them. Didn't get them. I just came back from Costa Rica, didn't get them. So my bucket list fish is still the rooster fish. Those, that's an awesome song, fish, man. And that's definitely one of them. That's, that's so, cool. That's a good bucket list that is, fish. That is the one for me right now. So it's so. it's not a Broward County peacock bass. <laughs> I've caught those too. I'm just checking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, big deal. Right. <laughs> but uh, no, it's that's my bucket list fish, man. Love it. It's a good choice. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, Captain Jack, I can't believe it, but we are actually running up on time. We could sit right, and no do worries. this all night. 
hundred percent. Such a such a good time. I have to just come back on sometime. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Don't tempt us. Yeah, with you know what? Yeah. Actually, actually, hey, hey, we'll come to you. I was going to say we'll make it easier on you, Cat. We're going to bring our equipment and we're going to come down visit you. We'll record right. one of these Hold on your boat. Let's do it, man. Get a season. Hey, All right. I'm so <laughs> we know for uh, for two conch sport fishing, there's a lot of big things coming up. Um, what's the best way, Captain, for folks to keep an eye on you and follow what's going on and what's coming up next? Oh, the best thing to do is just follow us on Instagram, and that'll be at two conchs, T-W-O-C-O-N-C-H-S, or on our Facebook at Two Conks Charters. And on our website, twoconksgear.com. And that's always a great way to catch up with us. Or just Google Two Conks. I'm very easy to find. I answer the phone. And uh, we make all the scheduling. We can go over what's biting, what's hot, what's not. And uh, that's the best way to get a hold of us. I love it. Thank very you so cool. much. Awesome. Thank you again, Captain. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you, Captain. Appreciate the time. Hey, Deaky. Thank you. Yeah, bud. Where can they find us? You can find us at rutandriverpursuits.com. You can also search all social media outlets for Rut and River Pursuits. Check out the podcast on all the major podcast apps, the iTunes, the Stitcher, the CastBox. CastBox. Google Play. Google Play. Yeah. So, oh, you guys definitely should follow us individually on Instagram. We got some stuff going on. Like R2 Buck and yeah. R2 Deaky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and don't forget, with some Moses Family Jerky. There you MFJerky.com. go. MFJerky.com. For 15% off, just type in Jerky Pursuits 15. Get you some. Very cool. Gentlemen, thank you for another great week. I'm going to the Keys. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Peace. Peace. Rigamweedless. If you don't follow Two Conks on Instagram, Get like, on it. You're not, you haven't experienced instagram <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like that is the follow like i love that yeah, so your sinker drop. your sinker is t- over 10 pounds correct yeah yeah 10 or 12 pounds yeah exactly. well how big's your bobber <laughs> oh wait <laughs> that's right but the, my, my bobber it's, it's is a 39 foot uh, i was gonna say a 36 yellow fin and it had this you know 600 plus pounder coming up right behind him and and he had that mutton just hanging on his stringer off his belt and I just saw him come in and, and eat it and like bowing, like pulling them down. And I am just dying laughing. And, and my just like my, my mask is filling up with water. And I, I just can't believe what I'm seeing.